underscore episode 11 is Bree. It's Moni. It's Nelly. And we are back with another episode and we have a very special, special, special guest. We have my girl Damo, our sister, our podcast sister, hey. our sister project sister, you know, our girl Tom. So right, sister, 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 friend, sister. So we're going to let Damo introduce herself and tell you who she is. Hi, everyone. I'm Dominique. I am the host of the Your Friendly Black Coworker podcast. You can find us on Instagram at YFBC Podcast. And I just talk about the black person's experience in corporate America. So check it yes. out. Because yes. it's a lot to unpack there. Yes. <laughs> so just with that, we're going to talk a little bit today about just like our journey into finding mm-hmm. our careers or if we're even in our careers or like <laughs> what, what is even a career? Like, um, So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. So why don't we just like go around? You all don't have to share like who you work for mm-hmm. specifically, but just share the realm you're in, what you kind of do on a day to day. Okay. Um, I guess I can start. I am a communications associate. Um, so I work a lot with clients. So I'm technically kind of a contractor, but not really a contractor. Um, I do a lot of like campaigns, strategies, outreach efforts, partnerships, and things like that. A little bit of research and analysis and data evaluation. So um, I kind of feel like I kind of dabble in a lot, but it's still within the communications industry. Are we going down the line? <laughs> I, didn't know. I asked the question. Usually we jump around a little bit. Um, so you already know. So I work at Howard. Um, so I don't, y'all, that's public information. Um, and I am in corporate communications. So working with a lot of corporate companies and just communication, social media, marketing, all that, everything that is that realm. I do pretty much. Um, I am also a communication specialist. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is what we went to school for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I work at the Council of Governments. Um, so I work with a lot of local jurisdictions, a lot of elected officials, um, and just really just coordination around regional transportation, planning, community, health, safety, all that. So I work at a digital marketing agency and I do paid Facebook ads and Instagram ads. So when you scroll nice. in, you see the little shop now. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> so that's interesting. So all of us are pretty much in the communications mm-hmm. field. Is that everyone went to school for communications, yeah. marketing, yeah. etc. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. yeah. Look at us back Look at us using our degrees. <laughs> Now, now with that though is this where you all want to stay because i know that's where we have our degrees so it's like easy to be like you know we getting our money's worth right. but is it like you got tricked into it because your degree or is this where you want to be i don't think i got tricked into right. it because like i feel like my current job i like what i do is it ideal of what i want to do and what i want to stay in probably not but i think I'm in that weird in between space of mm-hmm. trying to figure out what I actually really want to do mm-hmm. and make my career into. Yeah. I'm in a similar space where I got into paid ads because of the pandemic. I needed a job mm-hmm. and I was able to get this job, had great benefits. But now I recently was talking to my director and just let her know, like, hey, this is definitely not the career path that I want to continue on. Yeah. So we're in talks to just kind of figure out 
what are my best skills and how can we translate those into a role that makes sense for me? Mm-hmm. So, that was great that you got that yeah. It was scary. Yeah. not going to lie. Um, it was very nerve wracking, but also in order to grow, you have to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was very uncomfortable with me because I'm normally like super go with the flow. I don't yeah. want to rattle the cages. I just want to cash a check. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> it was scary, but I definitely want to love what I do when I don't love what I do right now. So, do you feel like at this company, there are other positions, or do you feel like you have to branch out? Yeah, I feel like the company I'm at is the perfect place to kind of dip my toe into other avenues and figure out Mm -hmm. where I want to go. Just because we're so large, there's so many avenues. Like, I can go internal marketing, or I can stay Mm -hmm. on the client side and go maybe to influencer or email, but um, definitely staying where I'm at, Mm -hmm. because they definitely have the resources. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, I definitely feel like this is where I want to be. When I picked, because I didn't start off at communications in college. So, well, technically I was not in communications in college. (laughs) I was in media and film production, but my minor was mass comm. And I felt like that's when I kind of got introduced to it. Mm -hmm. So, because I chose that for myself and it's just not what I did to get through college, um, it made me a little more comfortable and, you know, saying this is what I could do for the rest of my life. Yeah. I specifically picked communications because I knew I could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think what I'm doing is what I want to do, but I don't think it's necessarily the industry that I want to do it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'd love to do communications at like a beauty company or like a fashion company or just like something a little more fun. Like university level is cool. Like it's been an experience and I'm big on trying things to see what I like and what I don't like. And I'm learning that it's a little too formal for me Mm -hmm. um, in a sense. Like I want a little more fun work environment Mm -hmm. and just somewhere where I can be a little more voice. Yeah. Like, you know, either that on either really fun or like super corporate, which is mm-hmm. weird because I haven't had that super corporate <laughs> yeah. experience either. But yeah, that's why I picked communications because I knew I could go anywhere. Like I can go to business, I can go to nonprofits. Like mm-hmm. everywhere needs communications. So yeah. I literally, when I be talking to high schools, I be like, just go communications. Like yeah. you can really, yeah. you can go into whatever yeah. you want after that. People say that about the business major, but I don't agree yeah. because business does not teach you. And they can't the, write. So yeah. like give you different salaries so like you can go into the tech industry and be a communication specialist or a technical writer and get three figures like you know what i'm saying so yeah i think that's why i kind of went into communications but people let's talk about that a little more because people (laughs) really try to look down on me for going into communications like you're too smart to go into communications like you need to challenge yourself and i'm just like hold on because the energy that it takes to write this 25 page paper you're not about to play with me And who you going to be asking when you need help with all your little marketing and all this other stuff? Like, people really do try to play with the comm majors. Like, not even just communication specifically. Like, anything. Mm -hmm. Like, graphic design, video editing. Like, music. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I don't want to be stressed through college with your biology. Taking 10 math classes. Mm -mm. But I I also feel like communications, like, being a communication specialist and just in that room is, like, really 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 smart like mm-hmm. you have to be 
smart you have to be skilled you have to like just be like strategic. you literally strategic. have to think for other people exactly <laughs> like <laughs> exactly so it's like it's it's a whole bunch and then it's a whole bunch of different things like you do paid ads mm-hmm. like you know paid media yeah and then you have social media and then you mm-hmm. have email marketing and then you have outreach campaigns there's and then so much there it's just so much advertising is hard because yeah. i can't even write captions like Look. people cannot even like people literally will be like what should we put under this caption like please provide us with the caption uh, yes there is our jobs to provide copy yeah Words. it is, that is yeah. Right. it is literally communication yeah. like because even you can do all the math you want but yeah. when it comes to writing the report like that's right. why right. that's why no one likes reading peer-reviewed articles because y'all can't write <laughs> like seriously like these doctors and all this no, research you don't put it in terms like there's literally people whose job is to take and this is what you a yeah. large part of what you do take all that jargon right. that y'all and wrote put it and put something. it into something that people will read mm-hmm. like so don't play with us and make it interesting Please. and make them want to come back for more right that's hard that's hard <laughs> that is hard. That's hard. You got about two seconds. You got two, <laughs> you got, you got two seconds yeah. to make somebody yeah. want to be yeah. short right now. So, right. so, so even yeah. about bolding and underlining, like all of that is social situation. Right? Right. It's real life. Like it's the rules we have to follow in writing. Like nice. we don't just be writing and writing. Yeah. Like there are styles. There are. Mm-hmm. And I've been shy. Yeah. I've been frustrated. I'm dead worried. I've been trying to remember. We use Oxford commas, and I'd be like, "Listen, I didn't grow up doing this." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, one thing about it, though, I'm not using that AP guide. Like, that, I don't think I want to go into, like, that type of writing. Yeah. I'm just like, mm-mm. Now, the, I will say the good thing about my job is we have, like, a, a editorial team specific mm-hmm. to, like, okay. copy editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I just be writing up stuff and be like, look, let's have, let's have a call and just fix it. It's just a one-stop shop. It. It's only three of us in that yeah. job. That's how it like, is ads. If you build an ad, you got to come up with a copy, tell it what page yeah. to link it to, yeah. everything. And there are some brands that are so particular about even the emojis. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. that's not a part of the brand guidelines. We're like, absolutely. Yeah. The tone is so important. It's so important. And building that brand right. guidelines. Some brands don't have no, no brand no, guidelines. No, no, no. They use 17 different fonts. <laughs> that pisses me off. 12 <laughs> colors. Like, 10 logos. I'm like, where did this logo come from? You just pulled that out of your butt? Like, yeah. <laughs> we asked a client one time. They were like, can you send us your font so we can create some ads for y'all. They ignored the email because they didn't know what it was. <laughs> no, that's real. Ignore the email. If you need us to help you, just let us know. Right. But don't ignore us though. <laughs> like if you need that extra service, we're here. So right. Exactly. Yeah. It's time to get that commission on my next check. <laughs> <laughs> that service extension. So yes. Communication is a lot, y'all, clearly. But see, I feel like communications gives you a really good foundation of mm-hmm. one just speaking to a variety of people. When um, I went to PG for a year and I took a public speaking class and I feel like that really just helped me yeah. being calm in front of different audiences mm-hmm. and just talking to people. So it my just also helped me being bubbly. My yeah. And co- like my favorite class all throughout college. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite class. So now like when I'm talking mm-hmm. to clients, like oh, no, I'm not as class. nervous. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like speaking, but I don't like structured speaking. Mm-hmm. Like I like... Okay. Kind of just, I like having conversations with people. Okay. I don't like talking at people. So, yeah. like, public speaking for me is more like, I'll get up and do the intro. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I can I can talk and carry a conversation. But I don't like trying to memorize no card, index cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I no. can't do an index card. I be like, hold on. You write these math the right <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> 
You talk yeah. about some thank you for listening. Right. <laughs> First time. Like, no. Yeah, well, no, but well, it was just like valuable, like the ums and the ums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I um a lot. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like. Like. <laughs> That's famous in the corporate world. Yeah. Um, but since we all went to college, so kind of want to get into what our job search experience was like after college. I know for me, child, <laughs> the job search and applying for jobs yeah. after graduating was hell for me. So, mm-hmm. like, what was that experience like for y'all? Honestly, so I already knew, like, you guys start. So mm-hmm. I was graduating in December. I think I start applying for jobs, like, September and mm-hmm. even then I felt like I was getting a late start. Mm-hmm. I was getting real stressed. It was we was like we was at November and I was like, oh my gosh, like what am I about to do? Mm-hmm. And I applied for a lot of stuff and I think I only interviewed for like three places. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, like I did start my job. So I graduated December and I started my job in January. So mm-hmm. that kind of like yeah, like I I think things just kind of aligned for me like I was where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like I do believe that my job where I am is like where I am supposed to be for a certain amount of time. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was stressed but not like things end up working mm-hmm. out for the best. When I graduated, I already had a job. I was already working part-time oh, yeah. at an accounting firm. And but they knew graduation was coming up, so yeah. we had this little chat about this yeah. check. So I needed me a little more money, and they weren't really trying to offer me anything else. So I just talked to my mentor, and we went over my resume, and I just started applying like crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, because finding a job is about the numbers game. Like you want to be strategic mm-hmm. about what language you're using on your resume. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it aligns with the job description, but you also want to like really push yourself out there and get I feel like as many applications as you can because mm-hmm. there are a lot of jobs that are one scams or it's not really mm-hmm. what it said it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. or they'll never get back to you so you really just want to I feel like put a lot out there and that's what I did so my mom always said job searching is a full-time job mm-hmm. and so like I really took that jump to heart because yeah. once I started <laughs> applying I was like dang this is a lot yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I was applying like crazy. I'm trying to think. I don't think I had a, I mean, I had a college job Mm -hmm. when I graduated. And they graciously let me stay until I found something else. So, that summer, yeah, that Mm -hmm. summer I was just still working up there. And then I got an internship. And that was my first job out of college. Um, And then, actually, they let me stay longer Mm -hmm. until I found my Mm full-time. So, yeah, it was favor all over that thing. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I definitely had, like, that gap after graduating. Mm -hmm. I think I had, like, that three- or four-month gap. Mm -hmm. So I spent all summer, you know, updating my resume where I needed it to be applying to, like, ten jobs a day. Like, just sitting on the computer and just looking through job descriptions and searching on LinkedIn and Indeed and Glassdoor, all mm-hmm. all the platforms you mm-hmm. think of, I was, was on there. I was <laughs> on there. So um, I definitely had that gap in between, and I found my first job, which, you know, kind of got my foot in the door a little bit with communications. But like you said, it was one of those jobs where it, it wasn't described. Right. It wasn't. Maybe for was yeah. <laughs> So I got that job, and I'm just like, I mean, for the first month, I'm like, this is cool. Then afterwards, I was like, all right, this ain't for me. <laughs> yeah. like, Y'all lying. This ain't, exactly. Y'all lying. <laughs> so, 
I kind of went through that like whole phase, and then of course COVID happened, so a lot of people were like getting laid off and like mm-hmm. go and things like that. So I experienced all. I also experienced that for like a good six months until I found my current job, which I started as an intern. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the job search for me was definitely like. It was one of those things where it it showed whether I had the strength to yeah, right. go yeah. into my early career. You. It was testing me a lot, yeah. and my mother would tell you, "That's me." Okay, <laughs> but we're here now, so. Yeah. So I have a question: as like for applying for jobs, do y'all change y'all resume literally every time you apply in cover letters? Like, what is what is your your strategy when you're applying for jobs because I feel like this is very helpful for mm-hmm. like people listening and just for like each other in this in the space like what's y'all strategy when y'all applying for jobs it depends on how desperate mm-hmm. I am <laughs> well, not even it depends on how much work I feel like I need. like am I looking for a job right now because I'm irritated with my job right now or am mm-hmm. I looking for a job because I don't have mm-hmm. one yeah. so that's probably bad but it really depends no, it, on how like stressed real. I am about it um I will try to, like, edit certain pieces of my resume depending on, too, like, how bad I want this job or how how much I think I'm qualified for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just want my experience to speak for itself. Like, mm-hmm. I know what I'm good at, and that's what my resume is supposed to communicate to you. Right. And it's your job to determine whether you feel like my experience can fit this job. Because, one, I don't want to... I want to embellish, but I don't want to finesse them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not telling them I speak Spanish when right. I know. <laughs> All I know is hola. So uh, it really does depend. That's a whole thing, too. People be telling people lie yeah. on their resumes. Like, I could. I don't think I could do Because I'm not going to sustain it. I'm going to forget yeah. that I lied. Right. And then I'm going to show up. They're going to ask me something. I'm going to be like, what? Like, like yeah, yeah, so you said you know how to um. I mean, do you have the right candidate? <laughs> I know, I don't. I know don't know how to a whole website. Right. Like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I said, I don't think you have the wrong resume. You're no. an expert in JavaScript. <laughs> <We're> not <laughs> no. at all. <laughs> nope. How do y'all feel about cover letters? Because I, uh, I hate them. I, I hate and I will not letters. apply for a job if you're asking for a cover letter because I'm not trying to write See, If you require Yeah. One, Hear me <laughs> out. Hear me out. So to answer both questions, (laughs) I don't change my resume. I have a set resume. Mm -hmm. Um, It goes back to the amount of jobs that I think is, you know, enough. I think Mm -hmm. I probably have like four jobs on there. Um, For cover letters, I do update it. So I have a cover letter, three cover letters for main categories. And so I have like a production one. Mm -hmm. I have like a communications one. And then I have like just a general one. Mm -hmm. And so... I usually just update the company on the cover letter and Mm -hmm. then I update like in certain pieces of it I have specific information about the company or Mm -hmm. like I'll just say their name to make it feel personalized and that's what I update and then I'm done. So like that's the trip to it all. (laughs) Well I do something similar to that but I if a cover letter is not required it's not likely I'm not if I want the job like if I want them to look at my resume and like make it into the next step I'll submit a cover letter even if it's not required so my thing is I've been on the hiring side Mm -hmm. and I have never read a cover letter like, I'm going to be real. Like, I'll look at the resume before I look at the cover letter. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to read yeah. these paragraphs. I want to look at the resume, education, last experience, right. skills. Like, I'm uh-huh. trying to 
pinpoint. I'm not reading no three paragraphs. Yeah. I'm not. So I just feel like, why are y'all asking for this? When in, like, just interview me. Like, yeah. I can tell you That's about true. me better yeah. than you can read about yeah. me. Yeah. So I be using the same resume. <laughs> Unless it's, like you said, yeah. like, if it's something, like, you really, really, like, yeah. Google. Right. Like, Google, I'm a finesse. Yeah. Right. I'm going to change out every detail I can. Mm-hmm. But, no, I, on mm, if I'm on LinkedIn and I'm applying for stuff, I'm just... Okay. Yeah. My I last, last uploaded resume. Right. Right. <laughs> easy apply. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times I just like, indeed, you have a resume on there, so I just send them that resume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like life. LinkedIn, like it's literally linked to my profile. Right. Like, go yeah. look at my LinkedIn. Yeah. Like, see, now I do feel like I should post more on LinkedIn, like, because yeah. it's become a whole social media. Yeah. LinkedIn <laughs> was not like this it at first. Like, this is a whole, it's its own social media. Yeah. So I do feel like I need to do that, but. I recently have only been applying for, like, name brand stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to work for small companies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, you know, I'll see, like, corporate communications manager for some random company in D.C. And I'm just like, I don't know that I'm interested in yeah. that. Like, I want to work somewhere that I know is going to be around for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I, and while I was applying for my first job, I did apply for everything. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, that looked like I, it can fit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was applying for companies I don't even remember the name of Mm -hmm. but like now I think I'm a little more picky with where I apply to like I need I need some stability we're hard enough in our careers that we can be very strategic in applying to our opportunities and that name recognition does help yeah because when I was trying to leave a law firm and I was interviewing at other law firms. They were like, oh, you worked mm-hmm. at such and such. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I did. And yeah. did. And did. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to, people want to know, like, there's some internships that I had in, in, like, high school and college that I don't even put on my resume. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to know exactly. what that is. Like, it's not going to mean anything to you. Absolutely. And... I found that people really be interested in like the personal stuff. Like, yeah, they do. I, I think I've always had the podcast in my resume, but that's the one thing that everybody like sticks yeah. on during my mm-hmm. interviews. They're like, "Oh, you got your own podcast? That's so." And they want to know more about that. Mm-hmm. We spent half the interview talking about the podcast. Wow! <laughs> like literally, yeah. lately, all of my interviews have just been like mostly about. That's, that's something that don't remember you. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I, I know for the, my current job, that's one of the reasons they hired me. Yeah. They, they knew they eventually wanted to start their own. Yeah. The current job I have now, when I was interviewing, after, like, the actual interview, they also had, like, a culture, like, interview where I, like, mm-hmm. talked with some of the team just to see, basically, mm-hmm. if I fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I told this story about how I lost my hamster in my mom's car, and that just stuck with everybody. And I think that also just helped me get the job, because yeah. I was just so bubbly. Yeah. It was yeah. a funny story. Mm-hmm. They were like, we just remembered you. We loved your energy. Mm-hmm. That yeah. story was bomb. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. My little personality on this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it definitely helps. Do y'all ever stop applying for jobs? Because I, I, I'm yeah. always, like, I'm always just, like, if I see something, yeah. I just be shooting no, my shot. I don't think so. Like, recently, I've just been applying for jobs just to apply. Yeah. And then also, like, you know, when you work at a, a company, like, for a certain amount of time, and, like, you just want to, like, venture into something different. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're looking for more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's nothing within the company that right. you would go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would just be shooting my shot, and then one day when I get a call, right. I'm like, dang, I applied for that. Right. Like, and they do say it's easier forget. to get a job when you already have mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Plus, you're also, it makes, I feel like negotiating easier because you're not as yeah. desperate. Yes. You're not just about to take the first mm-hmm. offer because yeah. you just yeah. need a job. You're like, well, I don't even need this. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And then you might take it back to where you right. were. Right. Like, so this is what 
willing to stay. How you gonna ask? Yeah. No, no, I I feel that because I just did that with my current job. Like another job reached out to me. I negotiated with them because I was like, y'all won't give me all this work, but y'all won't pay me that much. And then I was like, all right, well, let me go back to my current job and see what they're going to give me. So mm-hmm. I was in that same predicament. But I do find, like, myself, like, being reached out to by recruiters a mm-hmm. lot now. I do, same. too. Are those scams? No. I mean, some it's it's scams. Some scams. Like, that job I that I negotiated for was through a recruiter. Okay. I've so had like, several recruiters contact me, and I've gone just, like, to the next step where you do, like, mm-hmm. the initial call. Mm-hmm. And they've all been legit. Yeah. yeah. I'd be scared, especially when they DM me on LinkedIn. Because sometimes yeah. LinkedIn, yeah. It be they just be DMing anyone. And yeah. I'm like, are you really looking at my qualifications? Right. Or are you just that really trying to get people mm-hmm. to yeah. interview? Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't Those know. recruiter relationships come in handy. Mm-hmm. There have been times where, like, I was looking for a job, and then I stopped looking for a job. But I also just, like, kept in contact with the recruiter mm-hmm. and when she would find other positions even though I wasn't looking she would shoot them my yeah. way and I'm like okay this and is- I always wonder like because I know recruiters usually work for companies but can they work for me because right. I really be, like, <laughs> I really be for a job for me yeah I don't have to do this search if you can do it for that me that might be a new industry yeah. that might yeah but then how do you feel like are they just like on LinkedIn all day, just sending you jobs? Because I could do that myself. Like you right. see what I'm saying? But I wouldn't have. But how are you gonna get paid though? I don't. You'd have to pay them. Point. You would have that's to. I would, I would negotiate a signing bonus. That's my point. Within, <laughs> but technically, like Dumbo just said, the lady was just sending her stuff. So like, yeah. basically, she was working for her. But, but probably the comp- she's getting something from the com- yeah. the company's getting something from the company. Yeah, well, I don't care about that end. <laughs> Sending me job opportunities, right? Just send me a little something you know, when you have it. I did tell one recruiter recently. I was like, you know, keep me in the loop for yeah. more future opportunities. Mm-hmm. Do you feel? Do y'all feel that um, your gender or your skin color has ever played a part in you not getting a position, or just like, do you feel like you ever alter anything on your resume to like make yourself more neutral, or like you know how some people might use. For example, if you have a very cultured name, mm-hmm. some people might use a nickname instead mm-hmm. on their resume. Like, have you all ever had to do any of that um, to get a position or even get an interview? Um, I've never changed anything on my resume to maybe seem less black because <laughs> if that's why you're picking my resume, then I don't want to be here anyway. Right. So even if I had the blacky, you know, the blackest name ever, you know, I would want a company to hire me because of the skills I have and what I yeah. bring to the table. If you're already trying to count me out, then I'm not even going to try to finesse, trying to get my way in the door and be like, oh, she's black. No, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. So I want to be, I want to go where I'm accepted and I can be myself because a girl is tired of code switching. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Listen, I'm that. Nah. Stop. I can't do no more. See? Yeah. I feel that. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I haven't changed anything on my resume because I, I also feel like I have like a pretty black name. Mm-hmm. Like, Delonda. Obviously, you're going to know, like, I'm not white. <laughs> like, um, I haven't changed anything on my resume, nothing, you know, about just me at all. I do find myself, like, during, like, interviews, especially now that we're in a remote world, like, having virtual interviews, I do find myself, like, trying to, like, do something with my hair mm-hmm. that looks Absolutely. more like yeah. corporate instead of wearing my curls out. And I feel like I will get to that day where if I'm on an interview, I will wear my curls out because it's, like, it's my hair. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as far as, like, being in my current career, 
Um, I don't know if this really, like, coincides with the question, but I do find myself, like, being a little, not intimidated, but being looked over a little bit in my career, mm-hmm. especially... I know, like, for a certain client of mine, well, but actually both clients of mine, uh, my client teams, I'm the only, like, black girl and black mm-hmm. person on that team. So mm-hmm. it's, like, I find myself having to co-switch a lot because I don't want to come off as, like, aggressive mm-hmm. or I don't want to come off as, like, too, like, urban mm-hmm. or sound too urban mm-hmm. and, like, say certain, like, language and, like, mm-hmm. lingos that other people wouldn't understand. Um, but it's, like you said, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Yeah. But I will say, even when I interviewed with Howard, which is a HBCU, mm-hmm. I still ain't wear my curls. I still had them right back in the bun. I just think it's like we were kind of groomed a little bit yeah. to like tone it down yeah. when we're interviewing and stuff. And even like when I see, I've seen corporate companies with white women with hot pink hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, I could never go in a yeah. Like, it never. would, not even like, I just would feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel like everybody's staring yeah. at me. Yeah. Even like certain outfits like you know black women are just naturally a little Mm -hmm. more shapey so like when I was doing internships previously like I wouldn't dress up as much as I dress Mm -hmm. up now at Mm -hmm. work because everybody around me not Mm -hmm. everybody at Howard's Black but like a lot of most of us are so like they get it Mm -hmm. so that is like a good space to be in Mm -hmm. but corporate America is gonna be a whole different ball game like corporate corporate like I feel like I hate that too I hate that people feel like Black women, we feel like we have to tone ourselves down, mm-hmm. like, and it's so ingrained in society now. We automatically do it, where we pull our hair back, mm-hmm. we don't wear as tight clothes, we tone it down so much, and I hate that for us because we just are everything. We, you should mm-hmm. feel comfortable just looking how you look, like, and right. it, that's just so weird yeah. to me. Yeah. But I just feel like, talk. yeah, I just feel like corporate is so performative anyway. Like, we just have to put on this smile and this mask and this this whole uniform of how we're supposed to act and walk and talk and that's just exhausting but the gag is everybody feels the same way like just nobody (laughs) like everybody hates like that corporate banter like that how's the weather did you watch the game everyone hates (laughs) it but everyone does it so it's like how do we get to the point where like we're just no longer doing we're choosing to not because then when you don't because i often find myself like in the office, like, I don't do the court. Like, I just, I'm not a social, like, I'm not no social butterfly anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not walking up in nobody's office making no small talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I just be way. in my office. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, come, of course, come to my office and do it. But then I feel like I'm being antisocial yeah. if I don't, like, engage mm-hmm. and ask follow-up questions. <laughs> I'm just like... I'm the same, I'm no, the same as I, that way. I feel like people, and sometimes my office be like, dang, she's a little standoffish. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, I... I just want to do my job. Yeah, yeah, I'm just here mm-hmm. to do my work. Like, in <laughs> me and my... One coworker who are really close, like she'd be like, "It's it's one of them days." I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling social today." Yeah. Like, you know, some people get that, and yeah. like, I need a I need a day. Like, yeah. let me just do my yeah. work. I'm here to do my job. I'm trying to go home mm-hmm. and enjoy my life. Like, I'm not trying to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> boundaries, <laughs> boundaries. If it's like, not a natural but, conversation, I'm not having it. But like, I also feel like. Um, some of the time, like, if we speak up too much, then it's like, oh, well, she's, she's doing too much. She's mm-hmm. saying too much. Like, she's too opinionated. Mm-hmm. But if we kind of just sit back and don't really say anything, don't give our opinions, don't answer questions, don't mm-hmm. ask follow-up questions, it's like, oh, well, she's not, she's not really yeah. doing her work. Yeah. Yeah. She's not doing enough of her work. So, 
It's just like, where is the medium here? I think you have to let things happen naturally. I think, like, a lot of times, jobs try to force that, like, work family. Or, like, no, it's okay. We don't have to. I don't even like everybody in my family. I don't have to like all y'all. Like, we're just here to do our jobs. Like, if we form a natural relationship, and I have formed some of those Mm -hmm. relationships where I'm like, I would hang out out with you outside of work. Mm -hmm. But there's some people who I'm like, outside of this threshold, you would not know me. Like, we would not even even go get drinks together mm-hmm. so i think everybody is just like has their own personality and yeah. they're their own person see yeah. i am a social butterfly at work but even that is ex- still exhausting yeah. to me because we're not having a real conversation i'm not telling you about what's going on right. in my life we're not talking about something i really want to talk about we're not interested in the same music <laughs> or movies so like it's like we're, what are we talking hi, about bye <laughs> like you're talking in circles right. and it's very surface level it's information bad. and that's so exhausting to me it like is. can we just get back to work Please. <laughs> so, like, for everyone here is pretty much does, like, something, whether it's YouTube or, like, you know, you have other passions. Do you all share that at work? Yeah. Or is it only when it, like, comes up or... I've shared it yeah. just because yeah. I feel like my podcast were, was good for white people, too. Okay. So, I'm like, it'll open you guys' eyes. Mm-hmm. And y'all need to share it with y'all people so everybody can get checked. Yeah. So. so, you don't feel like you ever say anything on your podcast that you know, Mm-mm. would harm you, not harm your work no. environment. Yeah, I intentionally make sure that okay. I don't say specific names or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just to also just protect other people. Mm-hmm. If you know it's you, then that's your guilty conscience. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I didn't say your name. So that is what it is. But I intentionally don't say anything, you know, about my current job too much. But I'm really happy where I am. So they're lucky. <laughs> I mean, my job clearly knows about the podcast, um, whether they remember the title or whatever. I don't know. So they could very well go listen to an episode. May they get a different piece of me? They might. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, But, I mean, they know about, like, they ask for my photography pictures all the time. So they know about, like, that kind of stuff. And we talked about my weekend trip to Arizona, Buckley's, Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, they know. They recently have like understood that photography my photography is what it is but mm-hmm. um yeah because now they asking me to like research cameras and so i'm like okay wait a minute <laughs> oh, oh y'all sorry. Right. not right. in the job like, okay. wait a second i mean <laughs> technically it is because the communication team is in charge of that but i'm y'all just like yeah you y'all making me in charge of me y'all would have been buying whatever <laughs> if you wouldn't have said nothing they wouldn't have knew but it's okay because if i gotta use it i ain't using no map so. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how I feel like part of the reason so like if it comes up I'll share but I'm just usually not like yeah. and I'm like, not walking in and be like have you seen my photography yeah. no yeah cause <laughs> even like with graphic design like that is not part of my right. job description like if I'm being blunt yeah. like it is nowhere in my job description mm-hmm. saying that I'm supposed to be designing flyers right. and all this so like it came up and like they kind of took advantage of that yeah. I personally feel like cause now I'm I'm like the communications go to for graphic design as well, right. and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pushing it. Mm-hmm. But y'all to bring uh, that up in the review. I mean, well, that's yeah. why they getting this camera. Y'all <laughs> okay. not getting this Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, I I have shared the podcast with um, my company. Now, everybody in the company, no. And then like the same thing. Like I'm really into skincare, so like the same thing with like my skincare. I'll like plug in if somebody like messages me and be like, hey, I need a good recommendation on like a cleanser or like a moisturizer. Mm-hmm. I'll give that to them. Um, and like my company, when we do like meetings, like team wide meetings, we do like these questions of the day type of thing. 
So, like, I think one of the questions was, like, what is something that you've really gotten into during the pandemic? And I mentioned, like, my passion for skincare. So, um, you know, I kind of gave them, like, a little list of, like, my recommended products. (laughs) And, like, you know, just plugging myself in there a little bit. But other than that, I feel like they don't really take advantage of that. But I'm not going to be, like... Every day, like, yeah, yeah, by the way, I have a podcast. I have a podcast. Did you not have a podcast? Like, I'm not going to do that. Child, my company took it around. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. He's trying to take advantage of you. But it's also in my job yeah. description. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing about being a one-stop shop, communications. Everything is in your job description. Yeah. All they just going to do, if it's not, they're going to edit it mm-hmm. and put it in no, there. No, they will but put it in other duties. Make sure you right. Yeah. Yeah. In other duties, they be like, that. Or ad hoc projects. Yeah. It is up to us to hold them accountable. It is and tell them absolutely to pay you for it. So, so as we close out, I have I want I have a final question, and I want everyone to kind of give like what their dream company would be. You know, we manifested in new beginnings here. Mm-hmm. So, what your dream company would be, and like what you would be doing there, and then we'll wrap it up. I would love to be working for like a Live Nation mm-hmm. in their either communications that. or like their production department. That's like dream job. Live Nation. I could travel. I can be a part of all the productions and things. So, yeah. I think I would actually love to do, like, culture and events for, like, a big company where, like, my job is to curate a culture for the company or the business. So, I'll plan all the happy hours and retreats Mm -hmm. and I think that would be definitely my dream job anywhere. So, any company that's in that Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I would love to go into the beauty industry, either, mm-hmm. either working for like an Ulta or like Sephora doing mm-hmm. like communications or maybe like product marketing. Who are they hiring? Them. I just applied Ooh. for a job for Sephora last week. Oh, <laughs> I just, they hired right no, no time. Right after this recording. <laughs> like working for like a big company like that or even if it's more of like a beauty specific brand maybe like Fenty Beauty mm-hmm. or like things like that oh um, I could see you at Fenty yeah. mm-hmm. I see that for you maybe like doing like some product marketing yeah, for mm-hmm. social media I and stuff. see that product marketing mm-hmm. um I think somewhere in the travel restaurant so like I feel like I could even work for like an open table like mm-hmm. where I'm like writing reviews mm-hmm. or something like that or travel reviews that would be like my dream job mm-hmm. like if I could just try different restaurants for a living <laughs> and write a travel. review make some content um social media marketing on that point or like y'all know like the page like traveler traveler mm-hmm. insider mm-hmm. like how they like if I could do something like that yeah, that would probably nice. be my like mm-hmm. dream job because one they're traveling they're eating and they're like having new experiences <laughs> like that checks all of my boxes mm-hmm. um but outside of that I really would like to work for Google just to see how it is yeah like I like people speak so highly of their mm-hmm. work environment and I just want to see what that's like. I'm trying to yeah. take a nap. And I'm gonna <laughs> day, I'm like, like, nap pause. But they probably work crazy hours, too. They also get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> because they yeah. work crazy yeah, hours. It probably depends on, like, what department you're in. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, what else would you need to offer all of that? Unless you are that's working. True. You're employee. No, like, that's what someone said. They do work. But a lot of them are remote now, too. So mm-hmm. it's... I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. It probably is a stressful job, yeah. but I'd like to try it just to right. see if the perks are worth yeah. the, the work. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I love chatting with y'all. Yes. Another episode down. Another yeah. one in the books. <laughs> Season four, episode eleven is a wrap. Season four. Bye. Bye. Bye.